Shavuot Tov, everybody. Welcome to Parashat Yitro. What does it mean to fall in love with God? We all know the famous mitzvah commandment, Ve'havta et Adonai Elohecha, you shall love the Lord your God. And some people interpret this to mean loyalty towards God. Some people interpret this literally that you must love God. Let's see what Harambam thinks. Maimonides says in Hilchot Teshubah, what is the correct type of love towards God? You should love God so much, overflowingly so. So much so that your soul is bound up in love of God. Then you find yourself loving God and thinking about God all the time. As though you are lovesick. You're so in love with a woman. You can't stop thinking about her. So too it should be with God. And of course we're taught from a very young age what it means to love God. We're taught to serve God through obedience to the mitzvot, following the minutia of our lives and connecting to God through that. When we pay attention to the particular details we are taught, this will lead us towards love of the totality that encompasses our lives. But I've always been left with a, a feeling of emptiness from some of this. I've always been felt like something was lacking from this. So the question really is, how do we make this ultimate leap from the particular to the universal? How do we go from loving God in the particular elements of our lives towards really having a more universal experience of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I think the answer to this lies in understanding the character of Yitro. You see, the first 12 Pesukim of our parasha are dedicated to the return of Yitro, this man who heard about the huge event, of course, Yitziat Mitzrayim. And the Torah fills in some details about the family of Moshe, and you might think, okay, this might be a story about Moshe Rabbeinu, but what we see really throughout these first 12 Pesukim is Yitro truly is the main character. It's not simply a story of family reunification, even though we're getting all these details about Yitro bringing Tziporah, Moshe's wife, and the grandchildren. Really what it turns out to be is quite an inspiring story about the man who was so influenced by what he heard that he was driven to seek out Bnei Israel in the desert. And when he heard everything that happened to Bnei Israel along the way, all the miracles that had unfolded along the path, Yitro could not contain his enthusiasm. He undergoes a tremendous spiritual transformation, leading him to bless God in his beautiful words and with a ceremonious sacrificial offering. And the commentators even say he was driven to join the ranks of Am Yisrael, to join the nation and convert. Yitro is seen as the paradigm of what will happen at the end of days to all the nations, flooding towards Jerusalem, saying how great is the Torah that we have. But if all this is really true, then why did the Torah emphasize Yitro bringing Moshe's family back to him? Why was all there this emphasis there about Yitro and Sipporah and Moshe's children? Wouldn't it make more sense to put all the emphasis solely on the grand spiritual motives of Yitro? Why do I need to hear about Yitro wanting to bring Moshe's family back to him? 
So I think the solution to all of this really lies in realizing that both elements of Yitro's personality, both the family element and the cosmic spiritual element, are fundamental aspects of the beginning of our parasha, and they're tremendously important to who Yitro is as a person and as a whole person. So both the family unification motives and the spiritual motives, keep in mind, are going to be central to understanding who this man was and what led to all the events that unfolded in this week's parasha. And to prove this to you, the Torah makes it very clear that the first half and the second half of our small passage are mirroring each other. So in the beginning we hear the verbs Vayikah, Vayomer, and Vayavo. Yitro took, Yitro was spoken to by Moshe, and Yitro brought the family with him. And then in the second half, we see identical phrases, Vayikah, Vayomer, Vayavo, again. So what exactly led, is the question, from that first half to the second half, where you're seeing the same verbs, but it's completely different content. The first half, like we said, is all about the family, and the second half is cosmic spiritual drama. So what shift allowed for the ascent from simple family issues to cosmic and religious transformation? So if you notice, what was it that Yitro heard in the very beginning of our parasha? The Torah says, What did he hear? Yitro heard about Yitziat Mitzrayim, but primarily as it related to Moshe and to Israel. But then Moshe and his humility, when he's giving over the story, when Yitro finally arrives, it says, By Saper Moshe Lehoteno, he heard what God did to Paran and Mitzrayim al Odot Israel et He heard about the wonders of God. So when he was back in Midian, he was driven by personal and family interests, everything that God did to Moshe. But and you know, as a devoted father and grandfather, he realized that the time was now ripe to return his daughter and her sons to Moshe. But Moshe and his tremendous humility completely transforms Yitro's perception of the events of Yitziat Mitzrayim. Now Yitro really gets it. His entire understanding of Yitziat Mitzrayim is transformed. It's not Moshe himself who stands at the center of this historical story, but rather the works of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is revealing that he is the true master of the universe. And only once Yitro takes on this new universal perspective and drops the limited family-oriented perspective is Yitro driven to rejoice and bless God with all his soul. Amazingly, this is reflected even in the way the Torah addresses Yitro as a person. In the very beginning, Yitro is known as Hoten Moshe. He's only relevant because he is the father-in-law of Moshe. But when he has his spiritual transformation... The Torah simply calls him Yitro. Now he's a person with a direct line towards God. He's Yitro in and of himself. And that's because only now does Yitro perform acts that are born of his own consciousness as a person, rather than simply as a result of family motives that drove him in the past. And finally, the Torah goes back to referring to Yitro at the end of our passage, to Yitro Hoten Moshe. In our closing scene, which is showing that now the family and spiritual elements of Yitro's life have united and have enlarged each other. 
Yitro is an integrated whole at this point. He's Yitro Hoten Moshe. Yitro's relationship with his son-in-law has taken on a new meaning. He's proud of Moshe, not just for being his son-in-law, but for being a representative of God on this earth. So now let's return to the question that we began with. How do we make the leap from all the particulars of life and transform this into a cosmic and universal love of Hashem? How do we go from simple ego-mindedness to transforming and transcending that ego and really connecting to God? I think the answer is to follow in the footsteps of Yitro. It was only through his tremendous love of his family, his love of his particular son-in-law, that Yitro was able to open himself to the grand cosmic drama that unfolded in this world and thereby transform himself. I think the exact same thing applies to each and every one of us. If you really want to learn to love God, learn to double down on loving all the particulars that God has given you. This life, this family, this community, this job, this area of interest. And allow that love and that gratitude to open you up every single day. So befriend your ego. Don't see all the elements of your life as things to be withdrawn from and transcended simply. You have to go through them and love all the particulars of your life in order to truly love God. And maybe, before you know it, like it at all, if you're loving every element of your life and drawn towards the connections you have with those people in your life, you might just find yourself to be at the very center of an epic spiritual transformation. Thank you very much, Shavuatov.